Radio. Authentic relationships and encounter. An interview with Pat Keady. This interview is part of the Make a Mess series on youth ministry and was recorded at Ignite Conference 2015. So I'm joined today by Pat Keady, who's the director of Ignite Youth. And in fact, we're here at Ignite Conference 2015. So thank you for joining me, Pat. It's my pleasure. Nice to be here. So of course, it's probably obvious given that we're at Ignite Conference, uh, that you have a lot to do with evangelization of youth. Uh, so I guess I just wanted to ask you, first of all, um, what's something, I guess, or what are the things that you have experienced in ministering to youth? So what are the programs you've been involved with? And mm-hmm. I guess, what are the things that you've learned along the way in youth ministry? Okay, well, uh, yeah, youth ministry really for me started when I was on the receiving end as a young person. And probably uh, my, my mum and dad wanted to do something for me when I was 16 and they got a retreat coming out to our house uh, that they organized and got all my friends to come along to that retreat and being prepared for to do ministry to, to young people really I find flows out of either what I did receive and wanting to pass on or what I didn't receive and what I want to what I want to give that others but I didn't get an opportunity to uh, to experience myself it really flows for me quite personally out of my own journey of growing up in Australia as a young Catholic guy out in a small town. So, look, my, my journey goes that I, I actually, uh, I'm a musician and music is a big deal for me. I think it is for a, for a lot of young people in general. It's just a language. It's, it's, it's a cultural, it crosses, it crosses so many boundaries. And so music was a big deal for me. And so therefore, when I, when I thought, how can I reach people uh, with, with the message of the of the good news of Jesus, I was like, it was a no-brainer. Like, mm. I was first of all not because it was my gift. I was always going to use music as a predominant gift. But my experience in, in being reached with the gospel was music was right up at the, at the top. I didn't experience a lot of that in the Catholic Church. I actually left the Catholic Church and went wandering through the evangelical churches. While mm. I was in lived in Los Angeles for a year, and I travelled across America and, and across to the UK. And I just went exploring. I was in my early 20s and I was just curious. I think I wanted a time where I was like, I feel like I wanted to see what else was out there uh, and not just live in a little cocoon. And it was a very healthy um, journey for me. I nearly didn't come back, but I did. Thanks because God had his hand on my life mm. and my grandmother mm. prayed the rosary for me all the time. So I came full circle and I ended up leaving the Catholic Church and then returning uh, thanks to a ministry called Net Ministries. I, um, I found a place where I could proclaim... Uh, my faith in, in Jesus quite openly and share for my own life and it was allowed it was accepted I think what young people need is an opportunity to share their stories even even my, in sharing of that story there I was still being evangelised by, by being given an opportunity to share what I had experienced so far mm. it's not like you meet Jesus and you know everything about him and then you go and share that I feel like even now I'm still learning about the Lord and as I share as I share what I have learned so far, I learn more. Yeah. So it's like a snowball going down a mountain. So uh, it's sort of a complex answer to a simple question, but what have I learned so far? Look, I've done ministry with, uh, with I stayed with Net Ministries for a fair while. I've, I've done parish ministry as a, as a music minister. Uh, I was a campus minister in a Catholic high school, um, and I was the director of Emmanuel Worship for the last mm, 13, 14 years. And only in the last couple of years stepped into being director of Ignite Youth, which is really the youth ministry of Emmanuel Community. So, um, yeah, these, these, these are the areas I've been in. But I, 
it's been one of growth where you're continually learning and growing uh, what works and what didn't. But a real cornerstone is having the experience of meeting and encountering Christ, mm. which our popes have been talking about and the church has been talking about from the beginning. Mm. You know, Christ mm. is all about my sheep know my voice. They know me and I know them. You know, they won't, once you know that, once you know the voice of the Lord, you don't have to be try to be persuaded to follow him or, to, or tell other people about him. Mm. So mm. the key thing I think for youth evangelizing is just let's if I was to keep it really simple, we think we've got to have and as a musician and, and I'm passionate about the new evangelization, yes, you know, I wanna have um, I want to have exciting and powerful experiences, atmospheres. I want to have lights and stage and modern music and uh, and multimedia and all these. You know, we 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 so think we to get the younger generation. We've got to do everything online and we've got to have all cutting edge stuff. Look, that's true. You do have to keep in pace with society. You can't speak a language I don't understand. But deeper than all that stuff is simply bringing young people to meet Jesus, who never changes. Mm. Mm. Uh, and that will do the work. Mm. They will actually bring the, the the cultural sensitivities which they have naturally with them to their faith with Jesus. And that was the case with me. I I was brought up listening to Bruce Springsteen and, and Midnight Oil and stuff, and so I just couldn't really relate to the musical culture of, of church that I grew up with. And, I, and that grew in me desires like, I'm sure Jesus loves me, and I'm sure that... He didn't want me to be a different person than I am, basically. And so are these tastes that I have bad? Can I be my real self in the church? So I think young people just need permission to be who they are in the church, as long as they're not bringing anything that's really dodgy. Mm. I think we need to make room in the church for young people to bring all their diversity in and be just more generous in uh, making room for them. And, and just be more open to the great diversity of ideas and expressions and mu- things like... I come back to music. It's just a yeah. real big one. Um, it's an example of one of those things that for some reason we've, we've settled on certain styles as acceptable and others as not. It is a big barrier to young people because they know that Jesus, the Jesus who walked the earth crossed all those boundaries. He spoke mm. with the prostitute, he spoke with the tax collector, he spoke with people who did not fit this, the standard. And so uh, oh, oh, I think for young people, they, oh, I think many of them already know intuitively what the real Jesus is like. And when you give them an expression to say, uh, when you give them an opportunity to say, hey, come and, come and have a relationship with Jesus and we're not going to make you change the essence of who you are in order to be a Christian or to follow him. I think they can smell the, the genuineness of that and authenticity. I think young people are looking for authenticity and genuine, uh, being able to follow Jesus as genuinely themselves. Mm. And for as long as we make space for them to do that, I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah. I think that's the heart of evangelization. I think the other stuff is important, the music, the, the culture, the media, the, all the, almost like the lure for the mm. fish, <laughs> mm. <laughs> what mm. you dangle in front of them to attract them. But that's not the heart of the gospel that is really going to engage this generation. I think that what's going to engage this generation is what has engaged every generation. It's the good news of knowing Jesus. Mm. And so if we can bring them to meet him, uh, that is the main goal of evangelization. Always has been. I don't think anything's changed. Yeah. I guess how do you, in your experience that you've had thus far, how do you think um, are the best ways to 
I guess, facilitate that encounter, to be able to bring them in? Um, do you find that there are, there are better ways than others to be able to do that? Or what, what's been your experience thus far? Uh, well, I think even Pope Francis in talking about the joy of the gospel, like you find yourself on a bus sometimes. And it's been, been open to the surprising, the small ways. Mm. You might be on a bus and whether you start the conversation about the newspaper article that someone's reading. Uh, you can do the organised things, like the night conference. It's an organised thing. So, yeah, you can create organised events and ways to to say, hey, come to this, you know. Um, and that works. It's not going to work for everyone. I think we do have to, we've got to, we can still create events and things for people to, that attract people to come to us, but we, we've got to stop thinking like that. We've got to start thinking how can we go to them rather than waiting for everyone to come to us. Um, so I think, yeah, there's some things that work. Like I think what we're doing here works. This is where we talk about that other stuff I was talking about before, the colour, the music that's dynamic, that, that's culturally relevant to them stylistically even though you're singing about mm. God uh, if you make an effort to meet them halfway I think young people appreciate that if they hear a song that sounds like Mumford and Sons they're like I intuitively you can almost sense them going okay you understand me enough to get me mm. and mm. I feel loved by that that you're at least making an effort <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, so I think I think uh, making whatever efforts you can to look at the culture and the language of the people and learn from it and be willing to change as you learn from it. Mm. That's the difficult thing. Uh, and then to use those, use those styles and those idioms and those cultural, um, those cultural norms that are out there to just be creative. Mm. Uh, so gathering people for, for, for mountaintop events like Ignite Conference, that really does, it really does work. Not everyone is able to do that where they are. So uh, I still think nothing replaces the relationship of one by one on one. What works is befriending people. <laughs> yeah. So you can run big events, but if you don't befriend people one on one, it's a bit soulless, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to evangelization, what really works is befriending people. If you really are interested in the young person, they can tell. They can tell whether you're just talking to them in a pretend way of trying to be interested or if you really are interested. Mm. They're good at, they're crap detectors, you know. Mm. And praise God for that. You know, it, it challenges us who are the, let's say, the adult church or just the, the peer church trying to reach our peers. If we're just trying to talk to them to tell them what they need to change or tell them what they need to believe, that's a turn off. Push them, push them away. And Jesus didn't go around doing that. Mm. Just the way, if you really love someone, genuinely have a care for them, you will look in their eyes. They're going to tell. They're going to tell you interesting. You're going to ask question, more questions about them than telling about your stuff mm. and about what you want them to come to. You're actually going to show more interest in, in their life. Nothing can replace that. So, yeah, we have um, some, we try some things that work. Like we, we run a thing at Movie World, you know. We've tried to run some events. That's why the, our, our um, catchphrase for Ignite Youth is, Connecting a generation with Jesus through authentic relationships. That thing mm. I was just talking about there. Mm. That's first. And dynamic events. A lot of people see in ministry like ours and they say, they just do those big events. Mm. No. For us, the heart is loving young people, really loving them, where I'm on, I connect with you on Friday afternoon and Saturday and I'm in your life and I'm catching up how you're going and I really do love you. It's not a fake. Can't, you can't fake it. Mm. You, you, and so mm. I think we just need to go on a conversion ourselves as the church 
to actually fall in love with young people, not for how they can change to be like us, but how we can change to meet them where they are. Yeah. That's the spirit of Jesus. So authentic relationships, nothing beats that. But also dynamic events, which is the other part of our mission statement, is it, it does work. Um, young people as a generation are going to big concerts by the local travelling group for a reason. It is exciting. There's a great atmosphere. I think atmosphere is a good word. Whenever, Even if you're in a, in a small room, a hall in a parish, in a small town, you can create an event that has a good atmosphere. So I think atmosphere is a key word to look at. Even if all you've got is a CD player and some fairy lights, create an atmosphere. If all you're inviting people to is a barbecue, think about the atmosphere. Think about the music that's playing in the background. Like, we do this when we're entertaining guests to our house, right? We think about the atmosphere. Are we going to light the candle? I'm going to get out the best cutlery. You know, let's vacuum the floor. But in the church, somehow we think they should want to come and they should be glad they're coming, Hmm. even if, you know, we, we haven't done anything to make it hospitable. I think it's a good challenge for the church to think, how can we go out of our way to be hospitable, to create an atmosphere that says, Welcome. And that can be done in the parish hall or it can be done in an auditorium like here at Mueller College. Mm. So you take that word atmosphere and it can apply to any level, whether you've got a lighting rig and a sound system or whether you've just got some candles and fairy lights and some, and some chilled music playing in the background of the barbecue. Yeah, yeah. So I won't let you go before I give you a plug for, um, or allow you to give, give a plug for, uh, for Ignite, for the manual community, for everything that's, everything that's going on here. So, yeah. um, yeah, if anyone wants to get in contact with Ignite Youth, yeah. um, get in touch. Um, if there's anything going on outside of Brisbane, um, how, would they, how would they go about that? Just go to our website, uh, www. You don't have to do that anymore, but just Ignite Youth, one word, small lowercase. IgniteYouth.com is our website, or you can email us at hello at IgniteYouth.com, and that, that'll get to us. You can find out about our events and the different stuff that's going on. Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, we have a YouTube page as well, search our music and stuff. Mm. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Pat. And, um, of course, you've put on a fantastic event here, talking about relationships and events. Well, it's happening around us right now. Yeah. So thank you very much for all your effort for the church. Well, and I'll continue to pray for your work. So Come thank you. Spirit. Thanks, mate. Thank you. That was Pat Keeney with Authentic Relationships and Encounter. For more from the Make a Mess series and for more interviews, talks and shows, visit cradio.org.au.